to episode 96 of Checkpoint Chat. 96. Wow, uh, could you even hear me? <laughs> no, I couldn't even hear you there. <laughs> I just saw my mouth move like, what is he saying? Well, I saw the mouse out too. <laughs> you, you see me? <laughs> I, uh, I, I didn't have Audacity open because I have all these other windows open for this remote oh, recording. No. So I had to like, huh, huh, what episode is <laughs> it? Make sure. Uh, yeah. Yes, and that, that's uh, Alessandro Bar- Barbosa. And that's Matthew Figuera. The, the I always forget to intro. It's fine. You even you forgot to introduce yourself even. Even. Because I cut you all off. The time. <laughs> all the time. So it's all it's the, the man time. man of the week. Uh, turn, how old you turn? It's the 28? 19. 19. You're... Mm. I'm back with like Benjamin like. Button. <laughs> I know. So in like 10 years, we're like, welcome to Checkpoint Chat. I'm joined by Alessandro Bobas. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to set up the audio this? then? Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. You may have noticed there's a dip in our audio quality while, uh, <laughs> <that's>, uh, <laughs> while Alessandra uh, slowly turns into an infant again. <laughs> Please uh, direct your complaints to uh, my host, Alessandra Barbosa. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've just got a rattle. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I won't hear it because uh, we will have RTX power. Well, beyond. Yes, yeah, <laughs> in ten, exactly. 10 years' time. Imagine. Imagine how that'll be. But yeah, yeah I was turning twenty. Was, turned twenty-eight. Two how years. How was your, to your birthday during lockdown? Um, it was fun. I, I mean, I didn't really do anything special. Just was at home with my parents, so that's cool. That's um, cool. My mom baked a cake, but it like <gasps> spectacularly oh, failed. No. So <laughs> what cake was it? She, what, what is it meant to be? Well, uh, she makes this uh, amazing orange cake that my gran used to make. <gasps> that orange yes. sponge cake. But then yum, something yum, yum. happened in the oven. So usually what happens is when you take it out the oven, you're meant to turn it upside down and like um, like hang it so that it cools. But mm-hmm. as she turned it upside down, the whole thing just came out the tin. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's like a smashed upside down so orange cake. We could still eat it and it was still delicious. Um, but it was just like malformed. And then she made another one yesterday, so I have more. Oh, my God. So good. Well, let me tell you what happened last weekend. I bought... I went. I went. I go to the shops. I did like a shop about a week or two ago, mm-hmm. and I saw that our fruit and veg had pre like pre mixed stuff. So I was like, "Oh, that's quite cool!" Like just simple. Everything's set aside. Just have to make it. So like I bought what? Oh, like meals? Uh, like no, no. So like I bought a focaccia, for example. Ooh. So it had all the flour and the yeast and everything in one bag, and it, oh. gave, and it gave gave you like a recipe. I was like, oh, I'll, "I'll try that." Um, so. I, the week before, I'd made my own bread with the recipe I'd found off the internet, and it worked like perfect. It looked it's real very good. Simple. I remember. It t- tasted real good. It's really nice. Um, so like, oh well, let me. I've 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 got like a nice bread recipe now. Let me try this focaccia mix because you know that that's a good little little start or, or thing to go to any meal. Mm-hmm. So I made this mix, and at one point it tells you to to spread the, the. So like, I've done everything, and now I've got this um, dough basically. It says spread the dough on a flat sheet and poke holes in it with your fingers. With um, your fingers? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I suppose it's to, when it's baking, it like lets it breathe or whatever. Okay. But when I try to make holes with my fingers, it the dough stuck to my finger and it pulled up and it just went straight back down and like there was no holes. <laughs> It's like, I don't know if it's meant to be like that. That's, that's why so, I'm confused. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, well, that's, that's what the recipe said. Okay. So I pop it in the oven and Lenska and I are watching like, oh, oh cool, like it's, it's raising nicely. Like then 10 minutes later, like, okay, it's risen quite a lot. Oh no. Another 10 minutes later, it's like a thick, 
it wasn't a focaccia. It was like a thick loaf. It's like a square loaf of bread. Oh basically. my God. So it was still delicious, but that wasn't like a crispy, thin based focaccia. It was like a thick thing of bread. Basically. It was like if you stuck like five focaccias on top of each other. Uh, yeah. Oh no. So God. it had, it had like a crispy top and bottom, but then there was just like, you know, that dough in the middle. Mm. That's whatever you'd call it. Shit. It was still really nice, but that wasn't, that wasn't a focaccia. And <laughs> I love it because everyone's like, it, it's still delicious. I'm like, yeah, but don't call it a focaccia. This is, just <laughs> this, a, is this, this is a pizza. It's this a is now pizza. No, it's a square loaf of bread. That's what it was. <laughs> well, oh, look, it's it, it's a good recipe if you want like a lot of bread to serve to people because it was still nice. Listen, like, bread is nice. bread is fantastic. Bread yeah. is one of the best things in the world. What mm. what do you what do you like garnishing your focaccia with? Uh, what in general? Yeah, in general, um, yeah. Just put a bit of, you just need like maybe a little bit of salt and you can put some olive oil if you want. Mm. Like just a little, what I, what I do like actually, a lot of places do a cheese focaccia. Yes. Thin layer of cheese. and Oh, that's, that is I, just. I like it rough. when they do that thin layer of cheese and then garlic. Mm. Oh my God. Yes, garlic's good. Yeah, garlic is so good. Like like to the point where the focaccia almost becomes a pizza, but it's almost like <laughs> not a pizza because it doesn't have a tomato base, but. Just give me that cheese and that garlic, and I'm happy. That's basically why I like it as well. Mm. Yes, give me that cheese. That does yeah, does Frankers do a, f- a good focaccia? They do, oh they do. God. And you know who actually does a, a, a nice focaccia? Whenever we go to Peri Peri Chicken. Oh, really? Po- po- Portuguese place. They also serve pizza and focaccia, and they they do a cheese focaccia. Huh. And we often get that as a starters. It's oh, we just share it. It's. Really I mean, good. they're just you know breaking all the rules of being Portuguese by making pizza. But I know. Like, well, this isn't very Portuguese. Uh, can I please have a Portuguese steak pizza, please? Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'd smash that. Hey? I don't I don't think that exists, but damn, that sounds uh, good. I'd smash that. Like, imagine, a, a, I mean, I'm sure they do it, but like Peri Peri's chicken, but just on a pizza. Oh, my God. <sighs> Yum. Yeah. We're, well, speaking of good food, we, we, we've got to take you to the leopard when the, the lockdown's mm, done. Mm, mm, mm. We are very lucky that the, le- the leopards still operate and that they do... I suppose that it is frozen meals. Okay. So I've I've still got access to that good buddy bean chicken curry. <gasps> that thing is so good. Mm. It is so good. So you just buy the curry, make some rice at home, and oh, smash oh. it together, and it's real good. Oh my goodness. But here's here's a real question. Lockdown. So lockdown is still kind of happening, but not really. Mm. Like they're lightening it a little bit. But when. So what, we're getting to stage four on May the 1st. Yeah, and it's still a bit fuzzy what all the, the rules yeah, are. Yeah, they haven't really really clarified. But uh, my understanding is that when we get to stage three, that's when the fast food places sort yeah. of open. Yeah. So what, what, are you, what are you getting first? Sure. Stage Mac- three. McDonald's, man. Getting that junior cheeseburger in my body so quickly. Um, um, ashamed to say, but I'm really missing some K-Swizzle in my life. Really? KFC? <laughs> what would you get at KFC that you're missing? I don't know. It's such a guilty pleasure. Like maybe, I haven't had dunked wings for so long, but I'm oh, just like, oh, they're so yum. good. So they, 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 they are just laugh. <laughs> yeah, dunked wing. Okay. I'm, I'm there with you. The dunked wings are, are pretty good. They, they're pretty good. But just in general, I just want a good pizza. Yeah. I, I, good pizza I, want, I want a good burger as well. Although, I said that Lenska did make some really good homemade pizza the one time. Yeah, I did see it. Looked mm. really good. Was that also like homemade dough and stuff like that? That is proper. Yeah, that Ooh. is hundred percent ground up. <laughs> but like, make your dough. You, fr- you like sort of fry it in the pan a bit with oh. along with your toppings, and then you pop it in the oven. Mm. 
It looked it's it looked time. almost like a like a deep dish as well. It's it, quite it, thick, yeah, yeah, well that that's basically what it is. It's like a deep dish pizza and it was really yummy. I, I've been making yeah. lots of pizzas, but not my own dough, just buying those plain bases <gasps> and making Well what pizza. brand do you buy? Oh the Woolworths you know? one when I can find uh, it. Yeah. There, there's a brand. I don't I don't know if it's like a checker specific or pick a like whatever. I think it's one of those brands you can get anywhere, but it's called Dr. Utka. Dr. Utka. <laughs> Utka. It's these like smallish thin based pizzas and they're actually really nice Ooh. you just add your own toppings Ooh. i love doing <laughs> i love doing that at home honestly because i just mm. I, I usually just smash some like pepper juice and olives on there um mm. and very very frequently because we have like um like that vegetarian mince that like fake mince so we make ah like, uh, yes so we make like bolognese and then when we have leftover i'll put a thin layer of that bolognese on the pizza that oh, yeah. that vegetarian mince is and i don't like this isn't a knock against vegetarian food but it's like surprisingly good it's really good like yeah. if on a, I, I, we've probably spoken about this before but if you were to ever serve that to someone mm -hmm. blind i don't think they would know to be completely honest well it's like, like when you was it last year where you came over for my birthday and we had the, yeah, the lasagna. Had lasagna yeah yeah yeah, you. It, I mean, very I, difficult. To I think tell. if you if you if you put it side by side, maybe you tell. But shit, yeah. by itself, it's yeah. It's, if you put it, really if you nice. put like the two plates in front of you and you had a bite from each, you'd definitely tell. But like, mm. if you weren't told and you ate it, you'd be like, oh, this is, tastes different. But you wouldn't immediately mm. go to like, oh, this is vegetarian. Like, how did they make this mince? Mm. Yeah, it's there's these, there's <laughs> these. Uh, I think I've said before, but there's these sausages you buy from. Uh, Woolworths, these like uh, vegetarian sausages that I le I legit like I've eaten and gone like to the dustbin to check the packaging again because I'm like <laughs> trying to make sure because it's like what beef? the fuck yeah so <laughs> it's amazing. it's pretty good but that's not like Beyond Beef or anything it's just no, no it's just their normal brand like Is like the Beyond the they, no. they sell the Beyond sausages but those things I I love Expensive. the Beyond burgers but the sausages suck. Like the sausages. The sausages. Yeah, and they're like yeah. 200 rand for four. Yeah, Damn, and they suck. some expensive sausages. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not a fan of those. Um, but the yeah. Beyond Burgers, A+. Mm. Good good stuff, good stuff. This is uh, yeah. Checkpoint Chat. We're beyond mm. the mm. point of um, wow. talking shit. Hey! <laughs> N nailed it. Nailed Just it. Landed, nailed landed this plane seamlessly. Yeah. <laughs> I am... Um, I haven't been playing games. many interesting things this week. I've only been playing one thing and it's not been that interesting. It's fine. Tell us. Tell us about the one thing you've been <sighs> hate loving. I've been playing the uh the hit RPG from twenty eighteen, Fallout seventy six. Twenty eighteen. I mean hmm. when did it come out in twenty eighteen? Was it around? I think it was the end of the year. Near the end of the year. The end of the year. Like November. Let me just check. just touching on twenty eighteen quickly, this year this week. Santa Monica put out a tweet saying like, hey, it's been two years since God of War came out. I know, right? And I was like, I was like, was it two? I played that game last year. And I was like, no, no, no. It's been two years, April, since God of War yeah. came out. I'm like, that's that's crazy. Where did the time go? It's, I mean, yeah, it's so weird. I, it doesn't feel like two years ago. Yeah, I, I remember, I this was before I'd moved in with Lenska. I bought, I bought and left my PlayStation here. Hmm. And I played God of War here, like before I lived here. But it's such a, I don't know, it's like a different time. It's so weird. So I can't even imagine it. So Fallout 76 did come out in 2018. Uh, yes. October. Hmm? Yeah, October 2018. And then... Because it was... was oh, November 2018. Sorry, it got delayed a month. Um, so, 
a year and a half later you're replaying it yeah so the reason i'm replaying it is because um so essentially i'm doing a, a re-review for GameSpot just because the games received a lot of like updates um uh since it launched and the biggest one came out fairly recently called wastelanders and the whole idea for Wastelanders was to add NPCs to the game because if you didn't know, Fallout 76, when it launched, um, it had no human NPCs. Mm. So it's this multiplayer Fallout game. Multiplayer, it's like, I don't even know if it's like eight or 16 people per server um, in this mm. like massive map. So it's like you run into people every now and then, but it's like unless you're parting up with people, it's not really multiplayer in my view. Yeah. Um, basically your quests and everything were handed out via like uh audio logs or like through robots who were very mm. you know you could you get personable robots but it wasn't it wasn't the same <laughs> like you didn't really I mean, have that much agency in like dialogue trees and stuff like that um, so series series very personable you fuck know, you she, no, <laughs> Whoa, don't, don't, okay. don't activate her on my watch again, no. He's like, what, what did you say about me? Okay. Yeah, I'll just Setting wipe, alarm wipe all your data. Yeah, exactly. I'll wipe all your data from your iPhone. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, Wastelanders, the, the main thing about Wastelanders is that it adds human NPCs, but it also does, like, big things to the quest system, like overhauls the quest system. It adds um, a lot more options to dialogue, um, which come with the territory of talking to other humans, and then adds a whole new, like, story, which kind of, it kind of, like, works off the um, the ending, well, not the ending, but, like, the 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 thread of the main quest in Fallout 76. Um, mm. So, in, in, you, in the original did- game, you're following the audio logs of your overseer, the leader of your vault, uh, which was 76. And in mm. Wastelanders, um, humans start returning to Appalachia and that includes your overseer. So you actually get to see uh, her, okay. which is interesting. So so you did actually finish the, like 76 when it came out? I did, you... I did. But okay. I, I ended up I starting remember. a new character um, for this review because I wanted to see after a year and a half like how things that changed in terms of like the onboarding and the early game mm. and stuff like that. And they haven't really, which is a problem. <laughs> uh, so like you, wa- you walk out the vault and there's immediately two people there, which is cool. It's like, oh, cool. They're front loading the humans and you get a quest mm. line that kicks you off with some human quests um, and starts like Wastelander's story. But then mm. you hit a point where uh, you've just met the overseer and you have to be level 20. And so then you're forced to just carry on with the quests that have been in Fallout 76 for ages and it just dumps you back into like audio logs and robots and grinding out till you get to level 20 and that sucks. It absolutely sucks because those quests haven't changed um, and because they haven't changed, they are very, very like monotone, like listen to an audio log, go to a place, fetch a thing, usually come back to where you started, hand it in, go out somewhere else, come back to where you started again. Like there's a quest line with this robot, this robot who thinks she's like part of this raider gang, uh, Rosie, who's mm. actually a pretty cool robot. Like she's one of the best characters um, mm. in the game. But man, you do so many quests for her where she's literally just 
sending you out, you collecting one or two things, coming back to where she is and doing that over and over again. And it's so tedious. Um, can, can you at least fast travel back to her? So you run? can fast travel, but it costs you money. Uh, oh, it costs you caps. No. And what I found out yesterday, which I didn't know before, is the cap fee was usually pretty low. It was like, mm. if I had to travel far, it was like 11 caps. So I was like, okay, oh, that's boy. not too bad. The, the the fee for fast travel scales with your level. So I've hit level oh, no. 25 now and I'm being charged like 30 to 40 caps to fast travel, which is like 10% of my my overall money. And I'm like, this Why is fucking ridiculous. Why does it scale ridiculous. with your level? That I have no idea. I'm like... Like it should be a distance-based thing maybe. Yeah, so it does scale with distance. Like the further you are, the more expensive. But now I've hit level 25 and I was like, why are all my fast travels so much more expensive? And... So I looked it up online and it's like, yeah, it scales with your level. I'm like, why? It's because you, you've got more gear, man. That it's makes a, no sense. Heavier load. <laughs> but it scales so drastically. Like I said, it's like every trip is like 10% of my total. But some, some games don't get this right. Because, I mean, I've, I've played games like, okay, I don't have any examples on the top of my mind. But there are games, it's like you do a side quest, like, oh, cool. Oh, man, I've got to run all the way back. Like yep. there's no fast travel or whatever. And um, playing Final Fantasy VII Remake now, their side quest is the thing of you get to the end of it and you immediately prompt like, hey, do you want to return to the quest giver? And it's like, yes, uh, thank God. That's cool. Mm. So you like immediately go back, hand the quest in. And when you play the game, you'll see the quests aren't a thing of like you accept you accept all of them, you run out into an open world and tick a whole lot of boxes. Mm. It's almost like you run to the end of a linear path and you finish it like, oh, I don't want to run back. I can just fast travel back now, which is really cool. It. You see, it's weird because it's like there are games where I don't fast travel a lot. Like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is a good example. Yeah. uh, Where I enjoyed traversing the world enough and just messing around with it that I didn't fast travel. But Fallout, Fallout 76 is like you're meant to... It it tries to encourage you to walk as much as you can because it's like, oh, what if you see a place and you want to visit it and you want to do this and that? And yes, like there are instances where i come across like a little settlement that i'm like oh that looks interesting but mm. the the loot is so much less like engaging than previous fallout games that half the time i'm just scrounging for junk because i need junk mm. to to um break caps. break down da- well yeah like to sell or to break down into crafting materials because there's such a big um focus on crafting in this game that was introduced in four um mm. Like I'm constantly running out of of ammo. Um, I'm constantly running out of healing items that I need to craft. And then on top of it, my weapons are breaking so frequently that I need to use like um, scrap to repair them as well. So it's like mm. half the time I'm just I'm just running around looking for ob shit to pick up so I can craft. I'm not really changing my weapons or getting actual interesting loot. So mm. the you know fast traveling cuts out a lot of the mundaneness, but then it also brings me back to like oh crap, I need to actually engage with this mundane nonsense so that I have stuff yeah. to... Cro- it's just this balance that I didn't like at <clears throat> launch and it hasn't really been fixed. And yeah. that annoys me because it's like the actual content that's part of Wastelanders now is more traditional Fallout. So I'm not going to say it's mm. like good Fallout. It's It reminds me of New Vegas and Fallout 3 where I'm making you know, like decisions in my choices, you know, I'm siding with different factions, put it that way. Mm. Um, there's like two factions and I'm 
I'm like deciding which one I want to advance and which ones don't really interest me. And they've got separate missions. And then in conversations, my special points are coming into play. So if I've got more perception, uh, okay. I can solve yeah, things like in different ways. Fallout. Yeah, and that's cool. Like that's the part like that I enjoy. And even though the story isn't that engaging, like the actual, I actually feel like I'm role playing a lot more than I I was in Fallout 76. But then it's like it introduces you to it, and then it puts you back into vanilla Fallout 76, where most of the things you're doing are just combat and and picking up junk and it sucks mm. like the combat's not that good the vat system because it's online is completely i think pointless it's not a vat system it's not a vat system <laughs> because nothing pauses yeah. so it's just like it's not the same there's no strategic element to it um mm. and i just i feel like if you're not super invested in like taking hours and hours to build up a base and build up like these uh, machines that generate junk for you while you're playing like it's really hard to keep up with your ammo counts and your weapon durability mm. and stuff. And it it's not fun to engage with those things. Like there are definitely ways that I could play this game better to deal with those things better, but they're not fun. So I try yeah. and avoid them as much as I can. Um, that's, that's a pity. Yeah. But, but it, it's weird though, because despite Fallout 76 is honestly a case study for how not to PR a game. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, we've covered it over the over the last year and a half of how it feels like every month there's some blunder or some way that Bethesda just royally like screwed it up, whatever. Yet there's still this diehard fan base, and you'll find that you're not having a good time. Hmm. But there are people who will defend, and like it's fine to each their own. But you'll find people defending mechanics like that. You're like, but it, it's not good. Like it could be better. Yeah, I mean, which ju- is just just playing. I've seen so many people who are super high level and. Have- and I've got all this like amazing gear and intricate stuff. And I'm just like, this must have taken forever to to accomplish. Mm. And you know, like like you said, to each their own. I know I know two people on Twitter that are like super diehard into Fallout 76, mm. and that's fine. Um I just think I think the problem doesn't stem necessarily from 76, but already back in Fallout 4, I felt like Bethesda had kind of lost touch mm. with what a good Fallout was. Um yeah. Because I think Fallout 3 was phenomenal, but also Fallout 3 was a brand new like stage for Fallout. It was Bethesda's mm. first one and stuff like that. And then New Vegas just had a phenomenal story. But yeah. like since four, like four was a I didn't like four at all. Like I thought mm. Fallout. It is, four. it is a mix it is a mixed bag because a lot of people did like it, but there were a lot of people like you like that's yeah, it not really it's it was like, weird because okay. it was like very similar to Fallout 3, so it had that element and like the combat was more refined and stuff, but like the story wasn't engaging and the crafting, the crafting stuff is so like badly implemented. I think mm. it's just this mess of menus that are so like difficult to navigate. And it's, mm. it's a mess. Like in Fallout 76, it's, it's even worse because whenever you pull up your pit boy or you interact with a terminal or anything, nothing pauses so uh, yeah. having to sort through all these menus previously was fine because it was like, well, at least the action's paused so I can deal with this nonsense mm. in Malaysia. But now it's like, oh, Christ, I don't have this thing uh, assigned to my weapon wheel, so now I need to go scrounge around in 10 million menus in my Pip-Boy or like I'm busy dealing with hacking this terminal and as I'm doing it, I'm being attacked. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I just don't think the put it this way i don't think the online element adds anything to 
76 that couldn't be done in a single player four lights. And that's not to say yeah. that they shouldn't have done it multiplayer. I just think that the multiplayer is at odds with everything else in the game. It just doesn't yeah. make sense. Almost, yeah, I, I do wonder what the, what the next game is now because I imagine it'll go back to single player. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because it's a sort of like I completely understand why Fallout 76 exists. Because if I think so, I, I enjoy Fallout, but if I think of one of the other franchises um, like Elder Scrolls, it's the same thing of when Elder Scrolls is this sprawling single player game and you think, shit, this would be great to play with friends, yeah. whatever. But then Elder Scrolls Online isn't really anything like Elder Scrolls that we know. Like yeah. when it first launched, it was, it had like, it had the, the, the setting or whatever, but it, function nothing like Elder Scrolls like in my experience um, I think many years later now after many expansions like it is its own thing yeah it's and not people love that, that a lot more than they do like Fallout 76 yeah yeah, yeah but it's, I don't know like I'd be interested to know if Fallout 76 has a, like this is their first is it their first major update no they've, like, had, they've, had, they've, they've had, had updates, updates but, but this was this the big an one. expansion yeah. yeah this was the big one like um, changing everything so I wonder I wonder if they will get to an Elder Scrolls Online stage because there's a lot of people who play that now and they love it. Like mm. Elder Scrolls Online, really good game now. Uh, but Fallout 76 is still such a mixed bag from what I've seen and read. So I don't know. It's but, but, I, but I think you're right. It's like anyone l- could look at Fallout's formula and be like, that would be cool co-op. And mm. there's instances like in the grinding sections, I think having a friend who there who's just there with you like churning out the monotonous like side content and and stuff like that is not bad but mm. it's such a mess when you're trying to do single player content because yeah so at launch so that as far as i can tell they've changed this since launch but right now what happens is when you join a party you'll have a team leader and mm. now with these new npcs you go into what they call like instance rooms essentially mm. so like a room where the story is going to progress and your mm. your your progression there is governed by your team leader so your team leader is the one who interacts with um uh, quest givers and their decisions in the dialogue are what counts the p- other people in the party don't make those decisions but then mm. when you're the progress from that doesn't carry over to your your world so if uh, you then play the game alone without that party member, that quest is not complete. Uh, and it's just like, guys, what weird. the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. what's the point of playing then as a friend if you're With going friends, to do yeah, the to... main quest? Like, mm. it almost encourages you to do the main quest stuff alone and play it like a single player Fallout and then engage with the then, multiplayer stuff yeah. on the periphery. It's, But, but I mean... So like Fallout is basically, it's almost like an MMO. It's not quite an MMO, but it's an open world. You can have random people running around sort of thing. Yes. I always feel like they, I mean, this is completely not part of the conversation. Like it's not really relevant to what we're talking about. But if I were to go back in time, I almost want to advise Black, like, don't make it a, an MMO or this massively multiplayer online, whatever thing. Make it like support four-player co-op for mm. example just keep the experience build and then you could keep the vat system imagine doing an encounter where it's four of you then you all have an option to like pause and be strategic like hey should i shoot this thing or do this whatever like it would be a completely different game with 
multiplayer. Like, I don't know. That, it's that's it's just... almost like one person's hosting the world so that that world yeah. can be paused. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, like that, that's how I would have maybe addressed it. But I, I, I mean, they, not... they've got like an interim solution to that. So, so Fallout 76 is free and so is all this content. Oh, really? Yeah. So what they have is a, a subscription called, I think it's called Fallout First. Not sure. I need to double check that. But mm. essentially, that's like a that's like a subscription thing that gives you access to certain cosmetic items and certain. I don't think any like actual gameplay changing items. Um, but mm. the other thing it gives you is the ability to spin up like a private server that you can have uh, with eight okay. friends. So, so that's uh, kind of on the line. Kind of. I mean, about. it doesn't change yeah. the mechanics of the game in the way that mm. you're suggesting, but you can keep it to friends only. Yeah. Um, but you have to pay monthly Cash for that, moolers. which is crazy. Um, <laughs> no. So yeah, I I don't know. I I think I think Fallout seventy six is a better game than it was a year and a half ago. And I think I definitely think there's a way for people to enjoy it alone, um, especially now that they're human NPCs. There's more of this traditional Fallout spin, but. Mm the grinding aspects are still there and it's still trying to push you towards like establishing a base and becoming like self-sufficient. So like all these survival uh, mechanics just really are annoying and boring to yeah. deal with. Um, and at the end, even if you engage with it as a single player Fallout game, it's probably the worst of the single player Fallout game. So there oh are gosh, three other yeah. games that are better at doing what Fallout 76 is trying to do. So just play those. <laughs> just go back in time. Yeah. Just oh, play just yeah. play four again even. Like four four and seventy six's gameplay is identical. Um mm. and four is a better game. Even though yeah. I don't like it that much, I'd rather be playing four. We'll go back and play uh, Fallout three or go play three where Liam Neeson is your dad. Really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. He's the voice no actor ways. for your dad. No freaking ways. Okay. And you spend like the first three hours of that game. Well, you spend the first half an hour as a baby, which is super weird. <laughs> but it's it's kind of cool because it sort of determines your stats. Yes. If I, if I recall, it's it's done very um, smartly. Yeah. Yeah, because you you like you're in a class and you do some stuff, and then it, by the time you get to your character crash, whatever, it's like. Here's what we recommend you play mm. as whatever. And the it's like, the huh. part of that game that really, I mean, that game not only visually looks really dated now, but you couldn't aim down the sights in that game. They only introduced yeah. it in New Vegas and it's like, holy mm. crap. But that's in that it's game a, was so cool. Like It was, yeah, super satisfying. I mean, I've told the story many times where I still haven't finished Fallout 3, oh. but I played a lot of it and I played and played and played until I hit the level cap. Mm. And I was like, Huh, okay, <laughs> like I'm done now. It's such a good but, game. I yeah, I, I loved Fallout Three so much, mm. and uh, yeah, the, some of the expansions for it are really good as well. Um, mm. They broke the game. Like there was an expansion, the first one. What was it called? Um, I think it was called Project Anchorage. But it, it was basically like you go in a VR, like a virtual simulation, and you play this almost like a first-person shooter spin on um, Fallout. Uh, you're playing like one of the wars prior to the whole nuclear disaster um, mm. to open like to help open this vault for the Brotherhood of Steel. And when you finish it and you open the vault, you get all these cool weapons and stuff, but it allowed you to equip power armor in the game before Ooh. you were traditionally allowed to because you had to be taught how to uh... do it. So you can do that mission right at the beginning of the game because 
the simulation doesn't take your level into account, so it doesn't matter when mm. you do it. And then you could just oh, wow. roll through the game with power armor and this <laughs> this gorse cannon that would just fucking like one shot everything. So shit, what a time! Yeah, that's how you should. That's how you should play that game. That's how you should play Fallout Three. Yeah. yeah. So have, have you like finished Seventy Six? Are you still? No, I'm still busy. Still, still busy beat? with its Damn. main story and whatever. And yeah. uh, I want to be done. Shit, that's 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 taken a lot of your time. Actually, so you've time. been playing it for like two weeks now. Yeah. This uh, the grinding to level twenty has taken a long time. And now, Shit. now it's just like I'm progressing through the story, but I'm hitting walls every now and then where I'm like, "Fuck, I have no ammo, or I have no healing oh, items. No. I need to go grind something out." And shuts the guess what you're doing this long weekend? Yeah, and all I want to do is play what you've been playing. Oh my god, Super Mario Maker! Yes. Oh right. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I've played. Um, so I actually haven't played, believe it or not too much final fantasy 7 remake how dare you I've played although i'll say that i've uh, i'm in what like 18 hours now whereas i think last okay. week I, I was on 10 11 so you're approaching um, like halfway ish half yeah maybe just over halfway i think in terms of the story i'm over halfway okay um yeah i'm not going to spend too much time on it but final fantasy 7 remake still real good still good uh, i i got to i've done most of the war market section now do you remember war markets it's basically, mm. it's basically the part of the game where it's run by this dude called Don Corneo. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and you, you essentially have to get into his mansion, which is hilarious because it involves like Cloud dressing up yes. to like, sneak in and save Tifa with Aerith, whatever. Um, so in the, the original game, it was a simple thing of like, oh, no, Tifa's gone into the mansion. Aerith and I have to do something. Oh, shit. The only way we're going to get in is have like, cloud dress up and get in with me whatever mm. but uh, like everything else in final fantasy 7 remake they've they've refleshed this whole area out wall market is this like sprawling city with the most catchy tune and just the most rowdy people and it's just filled with i don't know like it's it's like the 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 grungiest place in midgar but it's got so much charm to it i'm like shit if i was living in this world i would want to come hang out here that like sounds it's super cool. cool whatever um and yeah, just just the whole journey of getting into that mansion is just it's hilarious. Like there's one moment in that game, and you'll know exactly what it is when I, when you get to it, where you you're like, how is this in a Final Fantasy VII game? And I've seen people compare it on Twitter to they say like this this part of the game it's Yakuza basically. Ah, like it's so okay. it's so weird, and it it almost like it doesn't fit in Final Fantasy VII, but it kind of does as well. I just had a smile on my face the whole time. I was like, this is weird, but I'm having such a great, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, I love that game and I'm just dying to, I, like, I'm in two months because I want to play more mm -hmm. and finish it, but I don't want to because I really don't want it to end. Oh uh, yeah, that, that's like, that's like when you know the game is good. When it's like, mm. I don't want to play more because I'm enjoying the feeling of having more to play. Mm. And like, I haven't, I haven't really spoken too much about the pacing, but I think, the way this game is paced is so interesting and done really well in that I never feel like there's grindy bits to it, at least not mm -hmm. that I've experienced it. There's, there's no, I've had no moments in the game where I'm like, oh, like I've got to run through this dungeon and get to the end for the story to progress, whatever. It's, it's been a really good balance of like, here's a lot of story, here's a lot of combat, here's a lot of story, but like not too much of the other okay like you do a little bit of the one and then go to the other and it's it's flows really nasty which i quite enjoy and what um, I, I, although, i've heard things about how the game is pretty um 
not straightforward, but like easy. And then it hits a point where it's like, okay, cool. You really need to understand how combat works. I've, so where I am now, I haven't, I've died maybe like once or twice in my whole playthrough. Um, But I fought, the last two bosses I fought have been, I mean, the the one in particular, I think it was challenging, but I just wasn't uh, fighting the boss correctly. Like I wasn't taking advantage of weaknesses and stuff. So that is a real slog to get through. I ended up, I didn't die, but I burned through so much healing. I used a couple of Phoenix Downs and I was like, shit, I need to be more mindful mm-hmm. of this sort of thing because I am going to run out of resources. Um, but yeah, the you have to be mindful of the combat, but I haven't hit a point where I'm like, shit. Like, I really, hard, like yeah. if I don't do it, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to beat beat this boss, whatever. Because um, I remember so yeah, the but, demo I mean, being hard. Yeah, the thing is, I think the demo is hard because that's you learning how the system works. Okay. Um, but the moment you've got your party members, you've got your choice of materia. You, I mean, in the demo, you don't have you. You know that the scorpions are weak to lightning, but that's like that's it mm-hmm. basically. But the moment you've got your whole party and you've got a whole lot of abilities to pepper in here and there. So like Cloud, Cloud has an ability called uh, I don't actually don't know what it's called. I've gone blank, but it's very useful in raising the stagger meter. So that, for example, is crucial in you want to stagger an enemy because mm-hmm. when they stagger, you do more damage to them. So you've got a lot more tools at your disposal and you just have to know how to use them properly, I suppose. Okay. Um, so and yeah, it becomes a bit uh, more natural, I guess, the more you play. Yeah, the more, you, like, I'm still, I'm still taking, not taking my time, but when you, you know, when you switch between characters and you just choose abilities, it pauses the game. Yes. Um, I'm, I still feel a bit clunky going through the menus, but that's me being clunky, not the game. It's like Final Fantasy VII VAT system. It's Final Fantasy VII VAT system, but it's me still trying to like memorize, like, oh, I need to scroll down this much to cast that. And then, you know, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's like my own thing that I'm still learning to do. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. Like, I can't wait for you to play. You need to finish Fallout 76. You can play this Yeah, game. I need to do that. I also need to get to like Doom and I also need to get to oh my gosh, Ori and. Well, I mean, oh, I mean, you, I'm gonna have time now because it doesn't seem like any new games are coming out for a while. So. <laughs> no, yeah, new, shit. I mean, when's the next big release? Well, I don't know. There's no longer a big, big release in May, and I would be shocked if Ghost of Tsushima doesn't get pushed out of June. So yeah. So you're looking at like an open May and June. Yeah. So you've got eight weeks to catch up with all the stuff. Yeah, and is, it doesn't look like cool. we'll we'll be led out to go to like movies and stuff like that anytime soon. So my weekends oh, so are going to be relatively more, free still. More time. Yeah. yeah. But you've just gonna play, you've also play been some playing some uh, <laughs> Mario Maker again. <gasps> yeah. So what's interesting with Mario Maker is that I've I've been wanting to get back into it for a while now because I mean I it came out and I played it for a good few weeks, streamed a bunch. Um, that was like august september so now we we are many months late and I, it's interesting because i picked it up again about a weekend or two ago and i just played a couple of levels mm-hmm. like not really thinking too much about it still enjoying it there i mean have we spoken about ninja runs on this podcast i don't know if we have um, we might have mentioned it because in we news. spoke about it so long ago I don't, I, i'm not sure so i think this came out in December, January, I want to say. Okay. So, Ninja speedruns are Nintendo-made levels in Mario Maker. Okay. And you get, like, you get, like, one every two weeks. And it's a great incentive to go back because the levels are, they're pretty straightforward. It's, like, get from A to B. But what makes them fun is that they are designed to be speedrun levels. Ooh. So, it's get from A to B as quick as you can. Ooh. Okay. And the thing is, you'll play the you'll play the map and be like, okay, cool, I made it. So I need to avoid like that 
obstacle there and whatever. But then you keep playing it again and again, beating your own time, and you start figuring out how damn talented the level designers at Nintendo are. Because then you start clicking like, oh, wait, if, if I jump over this way instead, like I shave off a second or two, and then if I go under that way, I shave off another second. If I bounce off this thing, I'm saving more time. And then like one of my favorite things to do is to try to do a level, mm-hmm. get it as fast as I can. And then I go watch someone like getting the world record or beating it in a super fast time on YouTube. And you you won't believe like, oh my God, like I can bounce off this thing and jump over there. And it's like, there's a whole shortcut, for example. Like it's unreal how these little levels can, can they'll suck up your time because mm-hmm. you, you can spend so many hours trying to perfect it and figure out all these little nooks and crannies so that you get one of those like every two weeks there's about eight or so now and they're a lot of fun that's so if, pretty cool if you have if you haven't played them i mean it's it's a nice reason to go back to super mario maker and do they do they um, shuffle between the th- different themes of uh no no the oh uh, yeah yeah some follow yeah one might be super mario 3 one might be super mario 1 okay because like, some of those built, have different mechanics like uh, super mario yeah. world has the spin mechanic yeah, I mean, one, for example, actually, I think that this came out around the time of the, just before the Link update came out. Oh, right, where, that even came out. I forgot about that. Yeah. So one of the levels focuses specifically on, like, playing as Link, you know, those mechanics. Hmm. And then again, it is a thing of, like, you shoot an arrow to get through there, you drop a bomb there to unlock that. It's it's wild. Like, I'd highly recommend you give that a go. Okay. If, you, if you're looking to get back in Super Mario Maker. So I played that, and shit just like weird coincidence this week and i'm sure well we'll probably talk about it now not in news but they announced this fat update yes. with like they say it's the last big update for super mario maker um it just introduces a whole lot of new power-ups which is going to inject like a whole new level of creativity into what is already a very creative game yeah so one one of the one power-up they introduced for example is very clever because Super Mario Maker doesn't have Super Mario Bros. 2 as an aesthetic or anything mm-hmm. because mechanically that game is just very different. Yeah. You know, it, it, you can't you can't flip between the worlds like you would from 1 to 3. It wasn't even traditionally sort of a Mario uh, game at first, yeah. Yeah, so what they've done, instead of putting a whole unique aesthetic, they've just put the Mario 2 mushroom. Mm-hmm. So if you pick it up, you can stand on enemies' heads, but you can pick them up, which <gasps> is a very Super Mario Bros. 2 thing. You can pick up a Goomba? You can pick up a Goomba and throw it, <gasps> uh, but but you have you can only use this power up in like the Super Mario Bros. One walls, okay. uh, if I'm not mistaken. But that is a whole other layer of mechanic that you can use to in in creative ways to make puzzles. Because I like assume I paid, you can use like a Goomba to activate power blocks and stuff like that. Well, yeah, if you want to maybe pick up a Goomba and throw it at a power block, oh for God. example. Um, but I had I had uh, I played a level where because you can jump on the enemy's heads without killing them, you can stand on them. It is a thing of jumping across like this huge um, cliff just by jumping along enemy's heads. That's like there's so just cool. simple things like that, which is cool. Which changes the whole um, like fundamental makeup of some yeah, yeah. So a lot of people are going to use these. That's one power up. I mean, shit, there are a lot. You get a new uh, bullet bull power up where you become one of those bullets. You can like jet across the screen. There's a they put Mario Odyssey into Mario Maker, but basically, um, there's the frog suits, which is like from Super Mario World, uh, Super Mario Bros. Three. There's there's one outfit I actually I'm not at all great with. It's like 
it's not the Tanuki from Super Mario Bros. 3, but mm-hmm. you're basically like a flying squirrel. <laughs> okay. Um, so you can glide in the suit and you can launch into the air. Okay. Um, but like I, I'm not great at so it. So Mario but, can be a frog, but, you can be a cat, a Tanuki. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole lot. So they've, this update essentially introduces all of those power-ups. Um, and it also introduces... Super, like actual builds so you can string levels together now to make your own mario game i think really this cool. is the coolest parts of the update because uh, people yeah. have been asking for this yeah yeah so i played one this past week and it's interesting because it really plays out like it's your own game you get to like a, a launch screen and it'll say super whatever your name is world okay. <gasps> super maddie world super maddie world and then you've got a whole world map which you can customize Okay. Filled with your own levels, and when you finish all of those levels, you actually get like an end game screen. Like, yeah, you save Princess Peach. <laughs> your like princess very... is in another castle. Yeah, so it's 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 just an update that people have been asking, and all it really does is lets people string a whole lot of the levels together, and they can make a narrative, I suppose, if they wanted yeah. to. I think that's the coolest um, thing they can they can really mess with like a theme for their their game because like Mario World One has a theme mm. and world two has a theme so yeah. that's pretty cool and i think I, I could be wrong but i think you can string together enough that you have 40 levels total holy shit um that's I like a whole Mar- that's like a whole super mario it, game it's a thing yeah that's like you can make your, your full-on own mario game but is, i'm interested to see how that works because i i found like the um the appeal from most Mario Maker uh, levels, although it changed a bit in two, but it's to make like very difficult levels. Like the ones you stream mm. are very complex and um, mm. like, yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm interested to see if people can make a world that feels like a traditional Mario game. You know what mm. I mean? Well, I, I think, so the update only came out this week. It was announced and it came out this week. Yeah, that was why I, I saw it announced and you're like, oh, it's out today. I was like, oh, yeah, it, it took like two like two days later to out. Um, I mean, give people enough time. You, I, I'm 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 gonna give it like a week or two. Then I'm gonna Google like best Super Mario Maker two world whatever, and you'll find that there are these highly rated ones that are made by these great level designers who either strung together these like you said incredibly complex levels mm-hmm. or just made fun levels to play like fun narrative levels or just fun mechanic based levels i know there is that tag when you search um like when you create a level you can call it like classic or Mm. traditional so someone tries to recreate a more traditional mario experience yeah i want a super mario world where all the levels are autonomous (laughs) i love those i mean that that that, that'll probably be done those levels blow my mind I know, and yeah. So if, if you don't know what we're talking about, so these are levels designed to you put the controller down and you watch Mario get pushed along like a it's, wild machine. It's like it's like the good part of that board game mousetrap. It's building the thing yes. and watching it execute. <laughs> That's all it is. It's the best part. So we, uh, sorry, I know I spoke about the update, but point is, I played a lot of Mario Maker. To I, I streamed it Tuesday and Thursday. And Thursday, actually, Twitch.tv slash here he is. So Tuesday, I played like two hours and bounced off to Counter-Strike because I ran out of levels to play. Yeah, you're but looking Thursday, for something easier, you know. Counter-Strike's easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got to play an easy game. But on Thursday, weirdly enough, I just had people coming to the stream and sending me their levels. And I played oh, really? like a solid five hours. That's so and cool. I had such a good time. One level took me an hour and a half. Was that the one you posted uh, on Twitter where you kept like... No. 
No. Okay. I, I have to post one. So the one on Twitter that I posted was a lot of fun. There were two so you posted th- on Twitter. Yeah, so uh, you 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 saw the second one, I think. I, I saw both. I saw the, the one, one with all the power blocks that you were going like super fast through. Yeah, and then I saw the so one the where one. oh Jesus, this one blew my mind. Where it's like you're jumping, then you're spinning on certain things, and then you're like changing direction and constantly. Yes. Holy crap, that looked so yeah. intense. So so the thing is, a level like that is challenging, but it's more about remembering what to do at what part of the level. Mm-hmm. So it is like, okay, I'm going to jump here. I'm going to do a Z jump here. And then I'm going to spring off here, go back the other direction, jump up, go back. Like it's the, the challenge there is just figuring out. And a lot of trial and error, I assume. Yeah, it's, it's trial and error. But then when you get it together and you do it, it's like, shit, it's, it's fun to watch. Like I it watched is, that yeah. I'm like, shit, I can't believe I did that. But it wasn't a thing of like, wow, that was raw talent. It's like, oh. I mean, you're also pretty freaking good at watch. Mario, let's be honest. Yeah, but, but a, th- a level like that, I think anyone can do it with enough trial and error. Mm-hmm. Okay, But there's another level I need to share. The one that took me an hour and a half was that was pure like you need to really think about your platforming you have to be so careful about what you do and also a lot of trial and error because you, you get to another part of the level you're like i don't know what to do here mm-hmm. you die like oh shit now i've got to grind my way back to that part of the level oh i need to do oh shit i died mm. you know, and then figure out what to do i'll share that one that was that took me an hour and a half and when i finished it even <laughs> the level credits are like wow i can't believe you finished my level i'm like i oh, know i'm stubborn like i'll wait and i'll figure out how to do stuff um but shit yeah this game is so good like if you if you love platforming like i do Mm -hmm. there's there's no 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 excuse no reason not to play mario maker it's there there are so many levels and you can spend hours upon hours just getting lost in the most inventive and creative inventions like i i'm still floored by when i get sent to level and it's like oh that uses this mechanic oh it uses it in this way like shit i'd never have thought of that mm-hmm. um and yeah it's 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 interesting that they say this is the last big update because i do think like you hit a point with mario maker of like what else can you introduce but it's like i can understand why because there, there are enough tools in this game now yeah you can really like just leave it be for a few years and then i don't know if the next switch would ever do super mario maker 3 or don't even do Super Mario Maker. Do like what people have been wanting is like a Legend of Zelda Maker where you can maybe introduce that sort of game. Like, I don't know. It's, mm. it's just interesting. Super Although Metroid suppose, Maker. Holy crap. Super Metroid Maker. Can you imagine? That'd be cool. Well, I suppose I suppose they pieced some fans with the, the Link mm. updates, which lets you play as Link. I think it's, it's like a bit of both. I think it's a lot easier making small... Mm. Um, Mario levels. I mean, they had the, the dungeon creator in... Link's Awakening, didn't they? Yeah, but and that, that kind of sucked. Like, yeah, it was very limited and not yeah. didn't quite give you the freedom that Super Mario Maker yeah. does. I think it's a lot harder to make an appealing. Okay, well, I'm, I'm not going to say harder, but I think a lot more work goes it's, into making a like a Zelda dungeon that feels complete and not mm, easy than a Mario level. Put it that way. It's and it's different though. I mean, Mario is a platformer. Mm. Like, th- there are a lot of ways to be inventive and not to say that you can't be inventive with like a legend of zelda but i do think okay i get given a toolkit for the legend of zelda how do i play levels that are different to each other yeah do they not just sort of become the same thing after a while yeah whereas mario maker i feel like i'm always playing i mean for the most part i'm always playing something that i've never played before yeah and i think i think mario mario maker has that 
the range where you can have a very simple level which is all about like moving and jumping to like mm. the ones that you're playing whereas a zelda dungeon immediately you've got to have people who understand the mechanics of zelda's like legend of zelda has a language to its gameplay that i feel mm. like you really have to learn over time so i don't think it's as pick up and play as a mario maker yeah uh, i mean mario, mario it's you've got a sprint button and a jump button. yeah exactly exactly yeah. whereas i mean the first zelda you played i'm pretty sure like you had to figure out oh if i shoot an arrow through fire it actually catches fire and then that can destroy mm. like that sort of zelda language is not very um easy straight yeah. well yeah, yeah straightforward obvious. yeah 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 but I, i'm i'm enjoying mario Maker and i'm 100 percent gonna play more like it's it's a weird thing because this is one game i mean i enjoy streaming but mario Maker is one game i particularly enjoy streaming like mm-hmm. i think that is my my niche that I, I i can play that and i can really enjoy it yeah and i think it's also because like i'm sure a lot of other people are streaming it as well but it's like mm. i think you you've got a way of streaming mario maker which is like really really fun to watch and people love mm. like you, you're well, not you're not there to get frustrated you're there to kind of like figure things out and move uh, yeah yeah well wh- one one of the i mean one reason i enjoyed it, it's the same as like why i enjoy celeste or whatever it's a thing mm-hmm. of you you figure out things piece by piece and you piece them together. Um, and I mean, I've had many levels as Mario Maker where, I mean, this week where it is a thing of, I start a level and I die. I'm like, holy shit, like, what am I meant to do? Yeah. And I'll die and I'll die. And then eventually I'll be like, oh, I need to do this. And I progress a little bit. And then I die and I die and I die and I progress a little further. And the piecing it together, I think, I mean, I die a lot, so I can't imagine that's fun to watch yet. People stick around to watch me figure out stuff, which is quite yeah. cool. Because I think if you talk so, through that process, it, it really yeah. helps as well. It's like, okay, yeah. I didn't do this. I didn't. I, I used to watch a lot of Patrick Klepek do his Mario Maker mornings, and that, that's what I found intriguing about them as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, your streams are very similar. So, you should check out uh, Maddie's streams at uh, Twitch. <laughs> what? It's at twitch.tv slash Erinese. <gasps> come watch me not throw my controller I, I i'm very patient i'll give myself that you are very patient <laughs> very it's patient very and very stubborn because it is a thing of like i can't do this level but i'm not going to stop till i figure it out <laughs> um cool oh, but that's that's what we've been playing this week should we move yeah. on to game releases or the lack thereof game really yeah what, what is actually releasing this, this week's week? actually pretty not too bad pretty not mm. too bad um so looking at game releases from april 25th to <gasps> may 1st wow. can you believe it um so most games are out on either april 28th or april 30th this week so on april 28th on ps4 we've got sakura wars not sure what that is Scrolls. sakura wars let's see looks i'm guessing a jrpg of some kind uh, Sakura like Wars is a Japanese steampunk media franchise owned by Get Sega. Okay. Oh god, okay, no, there's so many like spin-offs and stuff. So genres, the mix of genres go from role playing to dating sim to visual novel. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sakura Wars twenty nineteen, I guess this is the one. It's the latest I, one. I assume this one came out in Japan first and then is a cross-genre video game developed by Sega for PS4. Uh, da, 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 da. Can I see what type of game it is? The gameplay combines overlapping action role-playing, dating sim, and visual novel elements. The base campaign was later expanded with DLC, adding further gameplay options. 
like additional costumes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. That's Sakura Wars. Uh, cool, 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 that's cool, out cool. on April 28th. Um, SnowRunner for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, April 28th. The only reason I know about this game is because in their launch trailer, they took a jab at Death Stranding. That's all I know. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, also on April 28th, uh, Moving Out, coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. This is like a an over- overcooked-ish type couch co-op game that... It's an adult simulator. It looked... Moving out. It got reviews this week and got very good reviews. So... Oh, nice. Yeah, it's, it's like a... That silly puts you in silly scenarios where you have to move furniture around and like just like overcooked. Like okay. why would anyone be cooking in this scenario? But <laughs> you're moving out. Why would anyone be cooking uh, on moving vehicles? Yeah, that that's always or, or like in an active volcano. Uh, in, yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? So that's yeah. So instead of uh, asking for onions, you're going to be asking for help moving the couch and moving out. <laughs> but that's out on April twentieth. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, also on April 28th, Gears Tactics on PC. I'm curious to know how this game does because it, it mm. looks it looks good. It looks like really, it really good. Does look good. Yeah. So it's on uh, Games Pass. You can already good. preload it on PC if you like. It's coming to consoles later this year, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> but it's only launching on PC. So it's actually interesting that there's like an uh, I couldn't even call it an Xbox exclusive, but it's an Xbox. Um, franchise title coming to PC first yeah <laughs> exactly Xbox. yeah it's just interesting it is cool though because it's like if you're into the XCOM sort of stuff um, you had mm. Camera Wars which came out this week which apparently isn't super fantastic but it's like a good experiment for XCOM um, that's fine I still need to give it a go um, mm. but yeah Gears Tactics looks super cool and I'm I'm stoked for it Damn. Uh, then we've got Legends of Rune Terror on PC and mobile. Isn't that the Riot game? Legend. Uh, oh yes, it is. It's a card game. Oh, oh so, so it's coming is this to their card to mobile. Game? Yeah, yeah. Legend. Oh, it's coming to mobile. That's cool. So what? What's the order chess one? Team Fight Tactics, right? Team Fight Tactics. Okay. The order chess one. And then Rune. Yeah, Legends of Rune Terror is like their Hearthstone. If you're gonna call it that. Okay. So yeah, it's coming to PC, oh Android, and iOS. And then they've got they've got Valorant coming at some stage, right? Yeah, they're doing gonna, this stuff. Have you did you see the? I, I guess money. it's sort of news, but they announced a new character for Valorant, and it's straight up just Reaper from Overwatch. Really? I actually haven't <laughs> seen that. He can like he can like phase, like teleport small distances and big distances, and he like adds smoke and he sounds all like ghoulish, and it's it's not even okay. like trying. It's like so shameless. It's like, hey, Overwatch, we see you. Yeah, we see you. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Shit. Uh, and then the last game out this week, Streets of Rage 4 for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on April What 30th. a time to be alive. Streets a of Rage. A new Streets of Rage. The OG Streets of Rage? I've, I Good know Lord. of them, but I've never played one. I don't think. Uh, I've played the OG. Shit. Like the, the, first, the first times. Streets of first, Rage. First, first one, yeah. Apparently this one, uh, it's got a lot of good hype behind it um like a lot of people of enjoyed rage. what they played at like e3 and stuff like that it looks really nice i like the visual aspect of it mm. yeah i played i think i played the original streets of rage was it an arcade game as well? probably this looks like something it would be this actually yeah. i haven't played a beat em up in a long time so i might actually pick this up because this looks kind of fucking cool i won't lie well the original streets of rage was a really good time yeah, I'm, I'm just game? looking at screenshots now and it looks so cool. Streets, I don't know if this is... Maybe I played Streets of Rage 2. Like, but fighter, but good. 
Yeah. Oh, I still haven't played Bitfighter. Mm, One day. One day. Yeah, it's, mm, yeah. okay, so that, that's all that's coming this this week. Yeah, that's all that's coming this week. And then May is super weird and stuff like that. So, Rip Gaming. You know what I am looking forward to maybe. in May um, is uh, Minecraft Dungeons. I'm actually look. You know that comes out on my birthday. I think it's May 26th. It is. I, I think that also is going to be, I mean, no, not like a surprising hit, but it, it looks, looks like cool. a lot of fun. It looks like a really I mean, chilled out action RPG, mm, and I'm super stoked yeah. for something like that. Yeah. So I'm keen to give Speaking that of Minecraft, I need to try out that RTX stuff. Oof, there's a lot of RTX stuff you and I have to try. That, that, so, can you believe that on a, on a RTX 2080 Ti Minecraft, you can play it with DLSS, so it's already rendering lower, yes. and it's still not going to get you 60 frames per second. In Minecraft. I don't want to believe that. <laughs> Minecraft. But it looks so spectacular. It looks so beautiful. Such a texture. That's really good. Um, good so news. news. News, 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 news. What was there news? Yeah, there was there was there was I some mean, we, news. We 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 touched about the we touched on Mario Maker. Well, we spoke about it a fair bit. That that yeah. came out this week. That came out this week. Um, oh, the there was a really cool um, Fortnite thing that happened this week. So, oh yes, explain that to me because I saw, I remember seeing Fortnite tweet about like, hey, there's a concert happening or whatever. But yeah. I wasn't, I didn't quite understand. And then I saw you share a video clip from it. And that is wild. Yeah. So like, basically, I mean, it's not the first time Fortnite's done this. They did a like a concertish thing with Marshmallow a while mm. back, but this week was the Travis Scott astronomical event. So it worked in the same mm. way. It was like at a specific time, if you got into a game, like the game would it disabled like weapons and everything, so no one could kill each other. And then the circle yeah. kind of pushed you towards where the concert started. And then it was like a. I think it was about like 12 minutes, uh, like a 12-minute visual concert thing with like Travis Scott's music and stuff. But it was unreal. Like they got, I mean, they've got a Travis Scott uh, skin in the game. So he's like this, it's just like a huge visual experience. It's not happening on a stage. It's like he's Mm. like this big character in the world walking around, like dancing to the music. And then like the world is constantly like morphing and changing. It goes all psychedelic Mm. and then eventually everything explodes and you're flying around it. I suggest you YouTube that thing because the whole thing is just like it progressively gets more unbelievable as it goes. But I mean, how Fortnite is, it's weird. Like Fortnite is the one game that just brings all kinds of media together. Yeah. Like, as an example, we know there's been many a crossover. Think about when Avengers came out. It was like, okay, Avengers is coming out. We're putting a whole Avengers game mode. Oh, they put like that Thanos thing, hey? Yeah. Yeah. uh, The new Star Wars is coming out. Oh, here's a Star Wars crossover where there's a bit of dialogue that's not even... In the yeah, movie, you could you could watch a snippets of the game in uh, not the game the movie in in Fortnite. Yeah, but it, it's weird because the snippet of audio like gives context to the movie. Yeah, <laughs> and that would like, have been great seen, in the movie. Yeah, it's like you actually should have put that in the movie because then the movie starts. It's like the dead speak. You're like, huh? Yeah. But if you played Fortnite, like, ah, oh, yes, here's this message from a uh, Palpatine. You know, I don't know. It's it's but it like just on that note, it's like. Fortnite is such they a had, cultural had, touchstone. They, yeah, they had a 
freaking concert yeah. in Fortnite. Like, it's, what the heck? It's, and, and they set a new concurrent player record. Um, so previously it was like 10 million or something. They hit like 12.9 million concurrent players, which is unreal. That's, that's insane. Um, I mean, remember remember when Apex came out? So it was like, oof. Fortnite's dead. Yeah, Fortnite's it's, in it's, trouble. Apex, yeah, Fortnite's in trouble. Because when Apex came out, yeah, like the viewership went to Apex. But now, you know, we've got Apex, we've got the Call of Duty Battle Royale, we've mm. got a whole bunch of Battle Royals. Fortnite's is still up there. It, it, it's weird because well. I don't think of any of the other games as like a platform like Fortnite. Like Fortnite mm. is, isn't is just a Battle Royale. It's this platform for weird stuff. And no mm. other Battle Royale has that sort of cachet. It's no. it's amazing. Well, think, think about this. This concert, for example, you could watch it on every device. Mm-hmm. You're on your PC, your PlayStation, your Switch, your phone, everything. It's it's just yeah, and it's, it's yeah, cool. it's. I mean, it was just for not like Travis Scott uh, debuted a new song with Kid Cudi during that um, concert. Like, and the concert itself, just like from a visual standpoint, it's just it blows me away how much work went into it. Um, mm. It's really, even if you like aren't a fan of Travis Scott's music or whatever, just like take the 10 minutes and watch how it progressively like intertwines each of his songs into like a new visual, yeah. uh, visual theme. And it's honestly unbelievable. So yeah, it's that crazy. happened. Um, what else? Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to Xbox Game Pass. Oh, yeah. In, is it like May? May in, 7th? Or May, May 7th. So it's like, it'll, it's like a week or two. Listen, Which, I, I'm not a fan of that game, but that is a huge get for ga- Games Pass. That, it's so, well, if I'm not mistaken, so GTA 5 has been on Game Pass for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. I do think that's going to come off Game Pass because one yeah. thing, Game Pass does add new games, but they're obviously rotating out older ones. Yeah, it's, it's just like a Netflix. Which it makes, rotates it's out. It's a Netflix. Yeah. Um, but Red Dead, so Rockstar games traditionally are they like never really feel like they're going. They go on sale, but they never get cheap. Yeah, that makes sense. And Red Dead Redemption Two is what like a year and a half old. Oh wait, I like it's, it's two years old. Came out in twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. But it feels like it's not that old. It's still like, it's still add- really there. It's still like not everyone's played it, and. Mm. I think it's so, just a big get for for games. I, it's yeah, it's weird that they're taking out Game G, GTA Five, but at the same time, like, who doesn't own GTA Five at this point? Mm. <laughs> but I mean, think about how it's it's like Game Pass. We've always said it's a great service, but this is the thing that's like people stand sit sit up and be like, "Shit, Red Dead Redemption Two! Like, I'll pay." ten dollars a month to play that oh yeah you know or to at least try it you know yeah or at least just paid for the month just to play it just to play it yeah, yeah. no exactly I, I don't know i don't know if it's coming to uh, xbox game pass PC. no it's uh, it's only on consoles it's only on xbox yeah, yeah. it's only on consoles yeah. right now yeah but still that that's like a big big deal shit i mean imagine like just any triple a title if they can cycle that on every few months hmm. i mean they do like i'm speaking shit but I, I just think of Rockstar's games as like they, they're like a whole nother plane. Um, and to have that on Game Pass is just insane. Yeah. No, it's it, it really is just an unbelievable um, like service. So, yeah. yeah. Um, there's also more Nintendo stuff. They basically added... So, Animal Crossing got an update oh, yeah. uh, on the 23rd of April. And... The main thing is that it added two new merchants. Um, mm. Let's see, Leaf, 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 yeah, Leaf, Leaf, who sells a lot of like 
flower stuff. So she'll sell you like shrubs and um, uh, seedlings and saplings and stuff like that that you can't really find at Nook's Cranny. And then you've got, uh, what's his name, Red? He's like a... I think it's like a fox. Or yeah, he's like a fox who who like sells you art on his din- dingy ship that docks mm. at your island. Uh, what I didn't know is that in... So both of these have been in previous um, uh, Animal, Animal Crossing games. And Red, uh, in previous ones, there was a mechanic where you had to kind of determine what uh, sculptures and artworks uh, were fake and which were real to buy. <laughs> um, and that's back that's here amazing. in this one. Yeah. So basically, when you buy artworks, um, you, you cannot donate them to the museum. There's a new wing just for art. Like as if that museum Shit. wasn't colossal already, yeah. Uh, but you can only donate authentic Real artwork art. and sculptures, so oh, no. you have to like buy the correct stuff from from Red. So you yeah. keep keep the fakes at your mansion and then donate the real stuff to yeah, to essentially, essentially. Um, can, can I tell you the Animal Crossing is such a thing that when they announced shrubs and plants, I got excited. I was like, "Wow, your I shrubs!" Can't wait to, and, I, and I was like. Am I really getting excited for an update that's about more foliage? <laughs> like shrubs, especially, man. That shit oh, looks so nice. God. Like where, where they were it's showing examples pretty. of how you can use it to like make parts and stuff. It looks so good. Mm. So good. Len- Lenskas, Lenskas are playing Animal Crossing as we speak. Right now, no shrubs. <laughs> I uh, I got the Nook's Cranny uh, update this this week, and I'm not sure what triggered it, but it seems like a lot of people got it. So I assume it's just like days played, like thirty days played or whatever mm-hmm. um so now i get the the two trash tanuki twins selling me overpriced and one more overpriced thing per day it's real good oh no <laughs> yeah it's real good. I, every time i walk into that store i'm amazed that this item has been made in the game like, yeah because th- there's such a large catalog of random shit to decorate your really house is. Or place with. and every time i walk in i'm like huh like I sent you, um, I, I, my favorite thing is buying random shit and sending it to people. <laughs> so I'm like, I'd, I'd never use it myself, but I want to send it to other people because it's hilarious. So I sent you like a magician's hat. Yes. <laughs> Just because. Like, why, does, why does this exist in this game? I don't care. I'm going to send it to everyone I know. <laughs> the, the other day I bought a protein shaker and I was like, yeah, yeah like, why, okay, this why is this here? Like, And the thing is like, if you've never played Animal Crossing, all of this stuff is complete, completely aesthetic. Like it has no yeah. real value in the game. It's just but for it, it's just, showing. It's just yeah. cool to have. Yeah. Did you actually put that magic hat down and try use it? Yes. <laughs> bunny appears. That's great. <laughs> I love it. Um, some small quick things here. Uh, WWE confirmed there won't be a game this year. Which doesn't surprise me because of how trash the game was from last year. So, oh, damn. Yeah, rip WWE game in 2020. Corona took it. Yeah, I know. Death, Death Stranding is on PC has been delayed until July. Yes, it did get delayed. Uh, I saw... Uh, when is it meant to come out? Uh, beginning of June. So now it's like mid-July. It's mainly because Pla- uh, Platinum. Kojima Productions moved to remote working. So... Obviously, yeah, that affected a a... some of their cadence. Um, a bit of delay. Uh, Ubisoft said that they're ready to delay their games if the PS5 and Xbox Series X uh, get delayed. So, from from this report, it seems like um, that 
Watch Dogs Legion is being aimed at a game that comes out with the next-gen consoles, so it will be delayed mm. if the next-gen consoles are delayed. So that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Uh, da, okay. da, 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 what else? I don't know. Other, what other news is there? Hmm. Just doing hmm. a quick run-through of things. Is that, that it? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's I mostly think it. Um, uh, I know that Xbox unveiled the Cyberpunk Xbox One X. Oh, yeah, that thing's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, that thing's... Uh, it's out in June, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. which is at the, did wait did we? I think we did mention last week because it was leaked. But it's weird how you can buy an Xbox One X for Cyberpunk, which is a game that's not out yet. Yeah, and it's only out in September. Um, mm. It's I think Microsoft said this is also their last limited edition Xbox One that they're making. Um, such as your Son of the Towns. Mm. I think the console Project looks pretty cool. I, I really like, I like the look it. of the controller. Like the controller mm, looks pretty hot. Like it. Um, Some good stuff. Yeah, and that's okay. that's news. That's I think. news. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot more in the coming weeks because Microsoft has well, Full Spence has been hinting that the next phase of their next gen rollout is showing games, and that people will not have to Ooh. wait soon for that. If if we not have get to wait long. Then, <laughs> if we could get more, uh, you know, um, not not more state of decay to loading screens, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be that'd be real good. That'd be fan- yeah. fancy, like actual actual gameplay would be phenomenal. Actual, actual games, actual games. Okay, shall we get to some some questions? We have a lot. Mm, if you want to send us one of these many questions, you can email us checkpointchatpodcast at gmail dot com. You can also tweet us at Checkpoint Chat. You can message us on Instagram at Checkpoint Chat as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even on Facebook, facebook.com slash Checkpoint Chat. All of the things. We're on TikTok too. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're not. We're kind of are, but we're not. Okay. First question from Bester Bash. She says, Have you met Leaf? What is your favorite bush? So That's a here's, here's question. What, here's, here's what happened on my Friday. So every, every uh, morning, my office has stand up. But I'm always like right at the end. It's always my turn right at the end of stand-up. So I have to wait for like 10 to 15 people to say what, what they're doing in their day um, before I get to say what I'm doing in my day. So I, I've been playing my Switch while I listen. And all That's I did crumb. yesterday, how dare All I did yesterday was, the one thing I'll say about Animal Crossing that we've never mentioned is that it's very text-heavy. Yes. And yeah. getting getting through the menus can be a pain sometimes. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're in a shop. So when Leaf popped up, I was like, "Oh my god, I've got a lot of money. I've cashed in big on turnips. I don't. I'm not worried about house upgrades, whatever. I'm gonna buy a lot of greenery for my place. I spent 15 to 20 minutes in that menu just <laughs> buying shit. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I, but I haven't. I'd never got around to planting them. This was yesterday. Okay. So, so you don't actually don't know what you bought, yet. or no, no, I, I bought a bit of everything. Oh, okay. Like I bought five to ten of everything because I want to just like go make my island pretty now speaking of those I menus i i totally get you because i the other day i had for the first time like high top sneakers in the the sable shop i don't know if you even locked the sable shop you know you know you came to my island once and you said why is sonic here? Uh, i do oh the, the oh mabel the mabel, mabel sorry sorry Mabel. yes and no, i do i do have mabel yeah. yeah so they had sneakers in their shop and i wanted every color and i had to buy them individually oh, but no. i could only <laughs> see all the colors when i went into the change room so i'd Go into the change room, open up the menu, buy the one I want, come out, go back in. There's a change room. Oh, wait. Is, yeah. So I've got, does she get her own proper store? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, no, I've only got, I've only got her as like she's a little. Oh no! Eventually, no. I think once you've bought enough from her, or if you've if she's visited certain amounts of times, she asks if she can open up an actual store with her sister. Okay, I've I've seen I've seen in other islands I've visited that there's an actual store. Yeah. I've just never gone into it. And then it. so basically, like the store, it has clothing's on racks. But if you want to see the entire catalog, you have to go into the change room. Uh, and man, okay. it took me like ten minutes just Those, to buy my eight sneakers. Yeah, those menus are like that's probably my only criticism of the game. Like as much as I love the the puns and all the funny dialogue, I think there's just a little bit mm. too much of it. Mm. And also, it like, takes- why can't I, why can't I craft something and pick like a quantity? Why does it have to be one at a time? Oh my gosh, there was actually I must find it there. The Lego thing, a tweet that was going, the Lego yeah, thing, Brian yeah. Crescente. That is yeah. so funny. Just like craft an axe, craft an axe, craft. <laughs> it's, I mean, that should that should. As a game designer, you see someone post something on Twitter like that and you don't go, oh, they're cheating their game. You go, what is in the game that is co- like forcing someone to make this much of an effort to get around it, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I haven't, uh, I can't answer the question because I haven't had Leaf pop up on my island. So I haven't nope. you. Okay. I think, I think they pop up randomly. Yeah. So, sad. But I do want to, I, if she sells like a strawberry bush, hell yeah. Oh, you know, I, I, my, my plant game is way behind on Animal Crossing. Like, I don't even have roses. Oh, man, I've been... Oh, you should come well, to my... Roses are my um, my natural plant. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. What, are, what are your native flowers? I've got... Mums. The circle. Mums, yeah, oh, okay. that's it. Yeah. I want someone with tulips. I need tulips. I think Miss Chat. I know Lenska's got roses, but I think she might have tulips as well. I, I I'm just because okay. uh, you know you can cross pollinate the plants, right? So yeah, I don't know how, but I I, I know that it's a thing. Oh, I know how. I'll do you, do you, do you plant the seeds together? No, 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 no. So no. you you okay. basically plant like two plants near each other with like one space apart, and then you water them. Yeah. And based on their color, they'll eventually in that space that is between them pollinate. Like a different oh, color. Oh, okay. So that makes sense because I mean I haven't put too much effort into like my actual greenery in mm. Animal Crossing, but I've have sometimes I've got like a neat square of plants, and every now and then there's just another plant that spawned next. Essentially, to them. Like, yeah. That's that's how what did, happens. How did this happen? Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, I'm busy okay. trying to get a lot of black roses, which are like if you cross pollinate red roses with each other, you get black ones because. In some seasons, black roses attract very, very lucrative bugs. Oh, interesting. Mm. So I'm preparing mm. myself. You're preparing yourself. Damn. Okay, over on Facebook, this, this this question kills me. It's not actually a question. But old, old good friend Nicola, <gasps> okay, he says, let's chat about how amazing Xbox Game Pass is and Gears of War. What? No. How times have changed? This, this, 2020. This will, this, will mean, this will mean nothing to most of you, okay? But let us give you some context. Nicola, for the longest time I've known him, which has been a few years now, has been a PlayStation fanboy through and through. Such a fanboy. Okay? Like, if, it's not, if it wasn't PlayStation, he would call it garbage. Like he mm. calls Nintendo the, the, the kids' console. I mean, he still does. He still does, okay? But Xbox is garbage. And then, like, I PC don't think gaming really is garbage. PC- yeah, okay, maybe he's just like, if it's not PlayStation, it's garbage. Yeah. He, I think he's just finished all the PlayStation exclusives. He sold he his PlayStation. To. He sold his PlayStation. He has since bought himself a PC. No, 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 no. So he's busy buying it. He's trying, oh, he's buying he's the PC. trying out Xbox Game Pass on a laptop with integrated graphics. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, okay, so I, I missed that. I just thought he was on a PC, but he's playing Xbox Game Pass on PC, and he is loving it. Loving he's it. He's like, shit. He's Games like, Pass is so cool. He's like, wow, I get all these games for one low monthly yeah. fee. Shit, Xbox. Maybe Xbox aren't so bad. And the other day, he so for, he told me he showed me he was downloading Gears, and he's like, I'm just gonna play this on a laptop. I'm like, good luck if it even runs. So clearly, it's running now. Well, if if it's Gears of War like one or two, I mean. Well, it's Gears of War are, 1 remastered. The re- remastered, but I mean... It's a good-looking game it's, still. <laughs> it's a good-looking game, but I mean, it'll, it'll run on a laptop, maybe just not beautifully. Maybe. So, for, But for him to, to message her, let's chat about how amazing Xbox Game Pass is and Gears of War, like that's... We're living in an alternate time. We really are. Like, I mean, th- th- this, is, <laughs> this shows you the end times are here because I remember telling mm. him like, oh man, you'd love Gears, you'd love Halo. And he's like, no, they don't really appeal to no, me. Man. And I both, Stupid I think Xbox. he messaged me about Halo not too long ago. And I was like, yeah, you see, oh, no. Halo, fucking good game. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he, so he's, he's looking to, bu- to build a PC, but mm. I wouldn't be surprised if next gen he buys an Xbox. Yeah. Like just for this, this reason, unless he, Keeps the two species in bars of PS5. Like, I don't know. Mm. But yeah, interesting times. Interesting times. This is how you know lockdown's getting to people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, next question. We're moving over to email. Oh, there's a, re- there's a cat behind you. Luna. The wild Luna. She she loves that blanket. Holy <laughs> shit, she loves she it. She looks so happy. Okay. Oh. Lenska just walks in. I got a front. What's going on? <laughs> I, okay, I like how have... you got a front, but you so calmly turned your head. So if someone was like, there to like rob you, you'd be like, oh, hi. Hello. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Lenska says hello. Hello. <laughs> um, okay, we got another uh, question from Keegan. The email it says, how does Shani feel about Animal Crossing? I know you're keeping the play, chill, the play hours chill, but humor me. Um... So before I mean, before lockdown, Shani was over and I showed her Animal Crossing and she thought it was boring. Huh. But I think watching Animal Crossing is a very, very different experience to starting your own yeah, island. Yeah, I think it's the same thing because I think when I got Animal Crossing, because I, 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 there is multiplayer, but I wasn't quite sure mm, how it worked. And it's garbage. So I told, I told Lance, like, let's sit down and maybe we can play together. And she watched the first hour and was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I, I don't nah. think it's a real spectator game. Um, no. So I, I did I did get her to try Stardew and she was kind of getting into it. But I think like you said last week, like Stardew isn't as chill as Animal Crossing. Like Lenska also mm. never got into Stardew that much. I think I think just the way the game struck, like Animal Crossing is very good at funneling you and directing mm. you to do a specific thing. Where Stardew is very much like, okay, do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, and it's then if you, if you, too free for Like what? One one reason Lenska enjoys Animal Crossing is that she has a clear objective or two. It's like, okay, I need to pay off my home loan. Yeah. Or I need to do that and I need to like allocate a tent yeah. or build this, whatever. So yeah. Okay. Over on email we have many questions from Megs. Block <laughs> long weekend birthday part one. It says, What are your guys' thoughts on emulation of games of any console? There's a Twitcher I kind of know of who labels it akin to piracy. Regards, Megs, I miss tears. I do not miss McDonald's. It's such a mm. loaded question, that, because it's like... It's, yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It really depends on so many different factors. Like, emulation for the sake of game preservation is cool. Um, mm. And emulation because, like, hey, there's just really no way to play this game anymore is, like, okay. Like, I can kind of see it. But at the mm. end of the day, it's still it's still piracy because you're still 
playing a game or, or taking a game like a ROM uh, that you don't own. Um, mm. I know what a lot of people have done is they have a lot of like existing cartridges that they dump the ROM digitally and then use emulation to play that. So they get around that by saying, well, I owned it. I'm just, you know, playing it yeah. in a different manner. So I don't know. I, I think especially for games that you cannot purchase in any other way now, I see no issue with it because like if you can't mm. purchase it, like what money are you actually circumventing? You know, what purchase are you circumventing? Yeah, you're, not, you're not really taking from anyone, but yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's it's such it a gray a area. Like, it, it's, yeah, I was just going to say it's a gray area because exactly how you explained it is, I mean, if, if you could emulate a PS4 game, mm. like I, I'm going to emulate Bloodborne. I can go buy a PlayStation 4 and buy Bloodborne and, mm. you know, play it legally like the right way. Um, but a lot of people just sort of glaze over that with a lot of the older games because, well, like you can emulate a Game Boy game and where are you going to buy a Game Boy today and find a cartridge of that specific game? Mm-hmm. Like you can, but like the effort required to do it or even the money because, you know, I don't know, like it, it is a weird gray. And area. it becomes even more weird and gray when you, you think about like um, when Nintendo brought out that NES Mini and there was that whole controversy that they had just taken ROMs from online, not even their own ROMs because mm. they featured yeah, headers from modders. Like and it's like, that's, well, what the fuck? Like, if Nintendo's yeah, even using ROMs that have been dumped on the internet, it's like, then it's a bit yeah, weird, it's yeah. Su- it's super weird. But like, in terms of, I think I think a lot of people are using it for the right means. Like, game preservationists are, are mm. using it to make sure that people can still play games because that is a big thing. Like, when games go out of circulation and they disappear, like it's part of the cultural aspect of of the industry like movies mm. don't have that problem music doesn't have that problem so no i think there's a lot of good work happening in that space but i don't think people should be emulating switch games on pc yeah you know what i mean well you know it's actually funny that you just pointed out like movies and music don't have that problem because there's spotify and netflix for example mm. imagine someone took it upon themselves to have a streaming service where they like officially license a whole lot of games like old like I, old emulation can, games can you imagine that like i think it'll be a lot of work but it's the thing of you pay five bucks a month you can emulate this whole nes library mm-hmm. or whatever like that'll never happen because nintendo yeah exactly <laughs> exist but well they all exist well for the most part so i don't know it is weird, a weird thing idea. though if the internet went down tomorrow all this talk about preservation even with music and movies also kind of dies as well because i like it does well my my thing is like i've I've moved over to digital a long time ago. Like I love buying a game digitally because I know I can download it and whatever, wherever I want, I can always access it. But at the back of my mind, I do think like we've got Sony now, for example. Okay. And I've got my switch now, but what if in 10, 20 years, they, they tank like some say the PS5 is a complete flop and then mm. Sony can't recover and they try to do the PS6 and it flops as well. And they end up going under. PS5 ends up, turning out to attract cockroaches into people's houses so no one oh my god it. and then yeah and then what happens to all my digital purchases gone. they're gone absolutely gone like i just will lose that piece of gaming yeah which is like it's a problem but i don't really want to buy physical good lord i, I just know. thought about a console that attracts spiders good into your house and i cried lord. a little bit inside what oh sp- yeah oh, imagine okay. turn on your ps5 and spiders <laughs> just come running towards you Let's not let's not. <laughs> <such things. laughs> okay. Have you guys 
Oh, have your guys' tastes in sauces changed over time, be it months or years? For example, growing up with creamy, tangy Nola mayonnaise, which is a bit liquidy. Mm. Many years later, Kazumi finger snap, I now prefer American mayonnaise, which is drier by comparison. Liquidy mayonnaise uh, sounds like a nightmare. That sounds fucking gross. Also, I American mayonnaise I, is so not mayonnaise. Like, what yeah. they call mayonnaise is almost like salad dressing. Like, if you get that little mayonnaise sachet from, like, Burger King, that is so not mayonnaise. <laughs> um, I don't think my taste in sauces have really changed. Like, who, who doesn't like a good tomato sauce? Oh, hell yeah. Um, but all gold but tomato think, sauce. Hell yeah. Or, yeah, it has to, has to be all gold. But I think the only things that have changed is that my my um appreciation of more sauces like mm. uh it, growing up it was like hey where's the tomato sauce or the mayonnaise but now it is like huh i could do it some tabasco sauce or Ooh. like a nice like chili oil or peri peri or like uh, there's just more that i'd want to put on my plate yeah so it's not necessarily me changing it's just me adding to what i like yeah i think i think i'm the same there's not sauces that i don't like anymore but i have a much better appreciation re- Quite recently, actually, of mustard. Like, I never used to dig mustard. Oof, and I, mustard, But yeah. not, okay. Mustard, English mustard, is garbage. Like, absolute garbage. <laughs> it is bitter. It's terrible. I don't know who, like, mm. English mustard sucks. But French and German mm. mustard, so good. Like, really it's good. good stuff. Um, and mayo on chips. Holy shit. Mayo on chips? Dip, dip your chips Should into you- mayo. Oh, uh, okay. Really, I, if it's like McDonald's fries with mayonnaise and yeah, wait, is that, is that what you're talking about? Okay, yeah. I thought you were talking about like Lay's, for example. Oh no, 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 dear God, no. Yeah. It was like, huh. but then see, then we start getting into territory of dip. Mm. Okay, and some dip is real good. You get some good. I I love now mixing tomato sauce and mustard and getting that shit going. Mm, tomato sauce and mayonnaise mixed. It's a good time. Pretty good. It's so creamy. Okay, question three. In what kind of environment do you sleep in? Are you a light or a deep sleeper? For me, I like it to be dark as dark as possible with no noise with a pillow and duvet blanket in a straight arrow position in a bed. <laughs> but I have the ability to sleep almost anywhere at any time, including noisy locations. I won't be completely refreshed when I wake up, but at least I hit over 60% of having the benefit of rest. I'm a deep sleeper, which essentially means when I sleep, I'm out. It takes a lot to wake me up. Alarms lose their effectiveness by the third night. I get woken up by people who are woken up by my alarm instead. Damn. <laughs> um, I think I'm a, for the most part, I'm a deep sleeper mm-hmm. and I can sleep under any conditions. And I'll give you the perfect example. Okay. So Lenska starts work at seven mm-hmm. in the morning. I only start work at half past nine, which means Lenska's getting up a lot earlier than I am. Okay. Under lockdown, it hasn't been an issue, but when she goes to work, she normally blow dries her hair in the morning. Oh no, it's quite noisy. And she, <laughs> I think when she first started, it was a thing of like, shit, it's very loud. And she'll ask me like, I'm so sorry, but I just need to blow dry my Like I'll go do it in a cupboard, whatever. And eventually I was like, please don't worry. Like I'm a deep steeper. And the reality is she'll put like, ask me, can I put the lights on? Like, yes. Do you mind if I blow dry my hair? And I'll like half sleep say yes. She'll start blow drying her hair and I'll just fall asleep again. Mm. Like mm. I, I, I think I'm just very good at um, like I can I know blow dry is like hectic. I'll still hear it, but I'm good at just just not associating the noise with my current environment. If that makes sense, yeah. like it becomes I just don't focus on it. I'm like it's there, but I'm gonna sleep anyway. Yeah, yeah. I yeah so I I, I guess then I mean you're lucky because that would that would <laughs> drive me insane. Yeah, I would not be able to deal with that. Like. I think I'm a deep sleeper 
during the night, but like once if I get woken up, then I can like fade in and out of sleep pretty easily. Um, mm. Like I can wake up in the morning and go back to sleep pretty easily. Um, mm. Yeah, likewise. But I, I lately I've been struggling to fall asleep. I just can't switch my mm. brain off. I don't know. It's the there, problem. There are times like when you say when, I mean, there are times when I've woken up in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh, I'm thirsty. I'll go get something to drink. And I climb back into bed. I'm like, huh, I'm not tired. Mm. That's weird. The but there are times as well where it's like, it's a Sunday morning and I wake up at seven. I'm like, oh, like I'm awake. Let me read some messages on my phone. I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to sleep a bit. Yeah. Just pass out. And that, that's so, a, that, that's my favorite part where you wake up and you, mm. you're awake for like a good half an hour, like going through Twitter or something. And then you go back to sleep for like two hours. It's so good. Goodbye. And I love naps. Um, naps are good. And, oh, naps are good. In terms of light though, look, I can sleep through anything, but I do like darkness yeah like it has to be dark for me to sleep yeah i can sleep with Um, light but i i really enjoy dark although i have started doing this thing because i've got um blackout lining on the blinds in my room so like if i put them down during the day like my room is dark but Mm. i started noticing that it was actually messing with my waking up routine because i read that your body actually uses light to kind of like lightly bring you out of sleep so i keep my Mm. window now near my near my um well not window but the blind near my bed open so that the light will bring me out of sleep a bit better because if you just get woken up by an alarm and it's pitch dark your body's just like what the fuck has happened it's like <gasps> yeah <laughs> what's going exactly. on exactly get some ptsd not ideal okay question four have you ever got into a situation where you can't play a game due to its age even though it's a port with limitations in my case, I can't play Zway One due to it not being oh my god, due to it not being able to output at a hundred or ten ATP when it just hang on. Sorry, I, I messed up the sentence completely. So in my case, I can't play Zway One due to it not being able to output at ten ATP or twenty one sixty P when it just prefers to the eight sixty P instead. What's way? This game came out yeah, I have no idea. This game came out in the early PS2 era with six full sixteen bit graphics. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I can't say that I've had that issue. I mean, I just played Half-Life 2, so... <laughs> you made it work, yeah. Yeah, and I... Well, I played a remake of Half-Life 1, but, but yeah. But this is... this is. I think he's struggling to get it to output properly. Maybe it's a thing of like, you have a PS2, how do you hook it up to your HDMI TV? Uh, well... I, I think I could be wrong. I, I know that um, a while back, I wanted to play Nuts of the Old Republic 2 again, and I had to download a mod that allowed it to display at like 1080p because when the game came out it didn't have a nine what 16 by nine aspect ratio setting so like mm. if i couldn't get that working that would probably irritate me quite a bit um maybe mm. not to the point where i don't play it but it I, I have an example of not like an old game but when when i was reviewing monitors a critical hit i got to review one of those obnoxiously massive widescreen monitors yeah. And that's when I realized that very few games ship with 21 by 9 support, which makes me mm. wonder why you're buying this monitor anyway when half the games that In come out don't even... Yeah. And man, when I was playing a game that didn't support that and it was just displaying in HD, that fucking sucked. Like, it was like <laughs> this weird, like, 1080 in the middle of the screen with these black bars on the mm. side, but because the image wasn't stretched, it just looked horrible. And I was like, who ah, would pay good. so much money for a monitor like this? For a widescreen, yeah. And, yeah. I think I think 16 by 9 is a good, good middle ground. S- 16 like, by 9 for games, perfect. What I want now with mm. the laptop, which is becoming more of a norm, is like 3 by 2 or 16 by 10, because all it does mm. is make the monitor taller. 
So for work, uh, like you can, okay. s- you it's get a, a lot more stuff. Space, yeah. yeah, it's. I know Microsoft's laptops cool. do that. Dell's new one is a sixteen by ten. So glad that that's Damn. happening. Okay, email number five. Some context for Alessandro. Mm-hmm. When Matt Striker Figu mentioned I was doing a Linux thing, it was in reference to the following. Since I have all this mostly free time, I've been experimenting with many Linux distros with the goal to see if I could replace Windows entirely for game use. So far, the answer is no, but entirely possible for work-home use. But it it is interesting to see how each OS GUI flavor has been designed to be used. Happy belated birthday, Captain I. Bobosa. The thing I got most from that is that you said GUI, not GUI. GUI, oh yeah, GUI, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the birthday wishes. GUI. I, don't know, I I use Linux a lot. Well, I used Linux a lot at Varsity because sometimes we had to and I hated always using it. Like, I get that it's like bare bones and doesn't have all this bloatware on top of it and whatever. Just, just fucking give me Windows. I don't care. Like, yeah. Honestly, do Likewise. not give a shit. Question six. During this sudden lockdown, have you guys run into any bad luck of any items you own, such as a geezer breaking or a fridge Ooh, dying? That sucks. Yikes. I thankfully have yeah. not run into that, but that sounds like a bad time. Uh, well, John Michael Markle, um, his internet died. Oh no! The uh, his his router got struck. Oh by no! Lockdown. That's even worse because that's uh, a hardware problem. Like that's a hardware problem. But I think Mweb hooked him up. Shit. I don't know how he wangled it, but they delivered him a new router. Yo, that that would fucking suck. Like yeah. Yo. That, Think about that. It's a thing of like, we have to work remotely. And the problem is that like, you can tell like, yeah, he can mobile tether, which is fair. Like you can still email and do work mobile, whatever. But he's a designer. Ooh. So when it comes to uploading Ooh. open SS, files and stuff, it's, and stuff, it's gigs of stuff. Ooh. So he would be screwed. But thankfully, I think it was Emwe, but I think they pulled through. I can't imagine like cool. a geezer bursting during the lockdown. Should I, although I think... Like, it's a headache, but I think you can wangle your way around it because mm. that is an essential service. Like, I think you are allowed yeah. to repair person. I, as far as I know, electricians and plumbers weren't listed under mm. essential services. Yeah. So, yeah, that would say okay. I'm super glad I don't have that issue. But, uh, yeah, fuck, mm. that would suck. Okay. The email number seven. For games, what technological type style do you refuse to play due to it being annoying, irritating, headache-inducing? 16-bit is my absolute lowest limit. 8, 4, and 1-bit are simply refused. <laughs> one this bit. Includes, this includes the Oberdin. I do not like oh. the, dot, the dot pin matrix look, even if it's for stylish reasons. I like that yeah. look a lot. I think it's so unique. It's. I think I, I'm not at all fussed with... with like. I like uh, a pretty looking game. Don't get me wrong. Mm. If I play a God of War, for example, whatever, I'm like, shit, this game is like... it's unreal that this runs like and it looks like this but if it's a celeste and it's pixelated on purpose or a stardew valley like i appreciate the different aesthetics that um game creators use to you know display their games so yeah there's no i've, I've never been turned off by by visual like, style. Not, not 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 to my knowledge mm. i've never not played a game because i'm like oh it doesn't look nice or i don't think whatever. the the visuals are the thing that would keep me back i think it's more like the mechanics or the the feel of yeah, the game that would keep for me, back. me for me gameplay like transcends what the game mm. looks like so like a like, like going back to the og resident evil would be tough not because it looks bad just no, because the I mean, controls are oh, a bit odd i actually completely completely forgot to talk about that i finished the original resident evil 3 oh did you um, you played it on mm, vita 
on Vita. I mean, I can talk about that next week, but that is 100%. It, it looks like it's not pretty. Like, it, it works. Mm. You know, it looks fun. But the biggest annoyance in that game is the tank controllers. Mm. It's, like it, it's a mission to play, but... <laughs> I still recommend you play the game. It's it's still a good time. I, I really enjoyed it. Because yeah, I think the visuals should can be a bit of an eyesore to look at. But if a game feels bad to play, that's a much harder, like a bigger hurdle for me to get over. Um, yeah, that's why a lot of very old games I struggle to get into, and that's why like mm. Symphony of the Night, I'm enjoying it. But man, it took a while for me to get used the, to the movement in that game. The, yeah, the, and even some of the mechanics. It's like the map in that game is. I need to go back to that. That, game. that is. That 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 is so dated, especially when it's a thing of you need to get from this corner of the map to the other. There's no mm. fast travel, and the map is it's like blue squares linking each, like showing the layout. But you don't actually know what that blue area is because you know you're it's not still there. better There's than no uh, Fallen Order's 3D map. Oh my god, Fallen Order. <gasps> Okay, I think this is the last one from Mix. He says, by the time Checkpoint Chat episode 96 is released, it will be my birthday. Ooh. Thanks for the present, peeps. Keep on checkpointing. Happy birthday. So, yeah, happy birthday, Mix. So, is your birthday then, if it if it comes out on Monday, it'll be... 27th, isn't it? 27th? No. Oh, I think... No, yeah, it's 27th. Yeah. I think this happened last year as well. I think Mix's birthday falls on a public holiday, if I'm not oh. mistaken. I have a friend who's also birthday on the Stand 27th. Stand corrected. So... So happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you for all the questions. But we do have one more from Malesh. She says, Ooh, hey, from look, Australia. I did a mix. <laughs> yeah, from Australia. It says, one of the cool things about, what, about, oh, about isolation is everyone is into gaming now. Mm-hmm. My son and I have been co-oping Lego Dimensions and the wife and I are finishing Gears 4 and are, uh, have finished Gears 4 and are busy with Gears 5. Cool. So, so I have no idea what to take on next. Preferably something from the Game Pass library because I'm broke. Uh, unfortunately, on a decreased salary. That sucks. Yeah, that Sorry sucks. To Sorry that. to hear that. We do play Overcooked and Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time already. Yo, that game is so hand. cool. I love that game. Which one? Lovers in a Dangerous Space that, Time. Yeah. I've never played it. It's a good, good co-op game. Yeah, real good. Okay, and he says, thinking of going through the Halo series next. It's only Halo 5 that doesn't have couch co-op. Any really? other recommendations? Well, hmm. the good thing there is that you spared from the worst Halo because Halo 5 sucks. Oh, wow. I really do not mm. like that game. But yeah, all the Halos are a good call because uh, those games are pretty fun in co-op. Um, yeah, Gears Gears is a good call, but you said you're finishing those. I'm trying to think of other ones in Games Pass that might be... Uh, I can't think co-op. of the top of my head. You know what? You know what's actually weird mm. thinking about it? Because I wanted to say um, to a co-op game might be challenging but Cuphead doesn't exist in Game Pass never has Does it and not? it's weird because that is that is it's not in Game that's Pass so that is weird. a Microsoft title that is super weird it, yeah I don't know like I don't know why not but it's never been on Game Pass not that I know of huh so yeah um he, yeah Halo Halo is a good is a good call um if I'm not mistaken oh there's like a 2D, 2D like a top-down shooter on Game Pass that I'm like blanking on now. Um, well, one, one. I'm so I just pulled up the library quickly. One that's quite cool to play. You can play with the whole family. It's the Jackbox Party Ooh, Pack Three. Yeah. That's on Game Pass. Um, Let me actually pull really up the library instead there. of trying to think of this on top. Let's think of the top of your head. <laughs> Um, but in terms of multiplayer games, there's Metal Slug X, which could be... Oh, yeah, that's, cool. a, that's a cool retro thing to go back to. Those things still... Yeah. They still um, 
they've aged really well. Like I really enjoy mm. playing the Metal Slug. Well, Metal Slug X specifically, I think, yeah. is really really cool. Um, let's see if there's Dark a Shadows, list here. Dead oh, there is a list. Wow, Dead this Rising. is a this is an intense list. It's um, quite a list, yeah. Astronia. I mean, you could. Astron- Ooh, Astronia. I don't think is couch co-op though. I don't. I don't think it's yeah couch co-op. That. Yeah, but that would be a cool game to co-op. Um, Let's see. Da, 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 da. No, guys, there's all the gears here. Gears, gears, gears. So there's a lot of good games on Game Pass, but I yeah, actually so now that you mentioned multiplayer or well, couch cop, I don't know. Yeah, so all the <laughs> gears, all the halos, really good. Um, Lego Star Wars Three is there. Yeah, all the all the Lego the Lego games are, and the Lego games are super fun. Like I kind of really mm. enjoy them. They're really laid back and chilled out um, to play. I'm very excited for the new Star Wars one because well, that one's like actually changing the mechanics quite drastically. Yeah. Well, will Minecraft Dungeons have couch cop, I wonder? Yes, it specifically okay, has, so that, yeah. So that's coming out May 26. I mean, that, that's a month away, but you can definitely play yeah, that. and that's going to be cool. Yeah, I think that's that's like dungeon crawling uh, couch cop is some of the best times. Mm. Um, Ruhr... Oh, Ruiner, but that's leaving April 30th. Uh, that that was the top-down mm. one that I think is Couch Co-op as well. You can play. Uh, um, shit, there are a lot of games, yeah. There's the whole Rare Replay library, which surely there are some multiplayer games in there. I mean, it's 30 games. I know you can play Viva Pinata like Couch Co-op, but it's weird because you like, you're, like, you're both working on a single garden, and I think the second player mm. has some limitations, but it's worth like looking Giving at a, and having a look. looking into yeah well if you want um you you and your wife can uh, team up in rocket league you can play that online <laughs> if you haven't played that yet <laughs> i need to play more of that i haven't played that in a long time it's a good time um yeah i guess this just shows you how like couch cop kind of hasn't like it's, it's kind of disappeared uh, it, it was it was really weird how um the new formula one game this year was announced with uh split screen enabled and i was like that's bizarre because that's almost like, like not not present <laughs> anymore so it's not like it is an actual feature but there's there's a lot of games um, here that you're not necessarily both playing but that you can kind of like um oh like swap there are tons of like yeah individual games if you you can pick up yeah individual games that you can kind of like pass the controller around um I don't know if Forza... I don't think Forza has split screen because that would be a cool one to play. No. Um, yeah, but I mean, that, that's something you could take turns mm. playing. But there's so, I mean, there's so many ideal, like... But there's so many roguelikes here that you can kind of like mm. pass the controller with. Like you've got Dead Souls and you've got in, Enter the Gungeon. Um, Children of Mortar. Children of Mortar, Moonlighter, um, stuff like that. Oh, Blazing Chrome is another yeah. like a retro shooter that I think has co-op. So you could give that a go. So yeah, this, the, yo, Games Pass has a lot of games. Holy shit. That's, That's wild. Absolutely wild. Yeah, well, I hope that helps you, Malesh. Yeah, uh, and um, I, hope, I hope things are okay in Australia in these weird times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you probably know from us, South Africa, we and family that South Africa is just full lockdown. I don't know how the rest of the world's handling it. Like, I know... In terms of severity, like we're quite strict with our lockdown, mm-hmm. um, but like I don't know what Australia's deal is. For example, I, I, don't I, I know, do know yeah. I do know that I do know that Madeira is on full lockdown as is well. Is it? 
like it's just, it's just on the level of what we have it's everything's closed only pharmacies and grocery stores are open i know the and, uk yeah. is on lockdown but they're allowed to still exercise outside like go for runs and stuff mm. um the states you just have a president advising you to inject yourself with uh, detergent so that's that's cool sarcastic yeah apparently, apparently yeah. whatever <laughs> fucking okay. mess <laughs> What a mess. No, but that, that's, that's all the questions. Thank you Questionist. for sending us questions. If you have questions just like Megs, Milesh, and Besta, Besta Bash. Um, Besta Bash. That was the three people who sent questions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you can send your own questions uh, to email at checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com or at checkpointchats yes. on all the social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, on Facebook, um, even on TikTok. <laughs> even on TikTok. Who are these TikTok questions going to? <laughs> that someone, someone's getting, know. someone's sending them in and, someone, and being irritated that we're not seeing uh, them. I don't, I don't know. I haven't received a single TikTok. <laughs> we need a TikTok question in video format. And then okay, we'll, we'll reply it. in a TikTok. <laughs> in a TikTok. In a TikTok. Okay. Yeah, that's how it works. Okay, that that's it though. That's all yeah, the questions. That's uh, that's been episode. Damn, these episodes keep getting long. This one's not as long as last week, but it's still long. It's not as long. Yeah, it's still long. I thought it would be shorter because I was like, I only played Mario Maker, and it's because it's because we're uh, not like seven, but we're not watching the timeline as we're recording, like we usually yeah, do. I'm I'm watching, but it's like, nah, we're talking. Yeah, whatever. but that's been uh, so episode episode ninety six episode 96 of Checkpoint Chat as always. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Oh God, I had a little burp there. Sorry. Yo, little, little burpee. Yo, little burpee. Um, little burpee. I'm actually going to go do burpees yeah. right now. Yo, okay. Yo. I'm going to go eat breakfast and and then do my workout for the day. Mow the lawn. Oh, yeah. That, that is. A, I got. I got to do that this weekend, and that is a workout. Let me oh, tell no. you. Here's, here's my plan. I'm going to get all my shit done today. Then tomorrow and Monday, I'm doing sweet nothing. Oh yeah. And by sweet nothing, mm. you mean looking into Barrett's eyes in Final Fantasy VII. Like take those sunglasses, off, <laughs> you handsome, you handsome man. <laughs> uh, Just finish Fallout seventy six. You can play this. I game need to. Yeah, talk I'll get it. there. Uh, thank you so much for okay. listening. It's been episode ninety six. We'll be back next week, probably still remotely for the time being. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, we might we might be doing episode one hundred remote. Probably at this rate, it's awesome. looking extremely likely. Mm. Yeah. We'll, we'll have party poppers. Yeah, just like in uh, an Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing party. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready to take a photo. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Oh, bye.